just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 138 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 7, episode 8. I just died in your arms tonight. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 7, Episode 8, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. Dom, we're here how are you my friend i'm very good thank you yes it's always lovely to be back in podland and seeing your happy little face how are you very good thank you dom have you seen that bradley cooper movie american sniper uh yes i have indeed true story as well have you heard about the sequel oh tell me tell me is it something to do with canada though right it's not necessarily american it's the Canadian sniper. Oh, God. Oh, no. She's been here pretty much from day one. Started as our youngest raven, though potentially, I mean, she's been, she's, you've been here so long now. Maybe there are others. Others, speaking of lost. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think so. I think you're still, you know, dropping the average age down. You're lowering the curve. Maureen is here. Maureen, welcome back to the podcast. How's it going? Yeah, it's so ha- I'm so happy to be back. It feels like I think I've, last time I was on here, it's it's been like a year, and low key, like I'm still a little bit nervous about coming on every time I come on. You shouldn't still be. am. You're you a pro. Need, you don't need to be. That's it. You're an expert. I was like logging onto the Zoom. I was like, oh no, I haven't done this in so long. I think I'm out of practice. <laughs> Stressful. Marine, you're, you're basically an influencer. So I don't think you're ever out of practice. Are your many pages on Instagram that uh, that we see? I have two pages. It's many. That's many for us. (laughs) We we have two. Got our podcast one and our own one. So, (laughs) but Maureen, you're so like articulate, like thoughtful, like wise. It actually makes me a bit mad sometimes. It is like if if yes, Dom. are you saying that Maureen is the Jamie of our podcast? Mm. Mm. See, I agree with all of Simon's things, and then you threw Jamie in there, and I'm a little <laughs> offended. <laughs> but he's the wisest, the most insightful, you know, well spoke, most well-spoken That's character true. in the show. So. And I'm pretty sure, like, me and Jamie, like, actually are pretty much the same age because the Ravens are class of 2005, right? And he was born at graduation, and I'm born the year before that. So we're like You're the born same. in 2004. Like, I remember Simon, we've been over this. Okay. <laughs> we've been over every this. time, every time. Well, it's just <laughs> it's just crazy to me because I think you bes- you bestow hope for me in the in the younger generation because I can just see how be- much better 
you are than I would have been at your age. And it's just like, oh, okay, that's evolution. It's actually, I can see it in real time. Like the human race is getting better with you and with, but not with everyone. There is a lot of the human race that are getting worse uh, and more evil. But not you, Maureen. You're our shining light. Dom, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I th- you know, we, we've talked about this before with like kind of Marines generation and in the future, we need to go to see a doctor or whatever, which inevitably we'll never get an appointment. But, you know, once you get there, you've got someone who's like looking up on TikTok, your symptoms and figuring out what's wrong with you. I kind of have absolutely zero confidence in in the future of the world, except for people like Marine and Marine in particular. Um, mm-hmm. I w- even if. If Marine, even if you don't become a doctor, I'd still happily fly to Canada for you to tell me what's wrong with me and then I'll come back. <laughs> I just love the ego boost that I get when I come on here. I'm really just like throwing my ego into the stratosphere, but that's okay. It's okay. And Dom, when it comes to the doctor thing, I am in university. The goal is medicine. So if I do become a doctor one day, pray for me, guys. It's a long, it's a long haul. But if I do, no wait times. I promise you two will be my priority patients. We'll just do it on Zoom. We'll be like, we'll get you on. And they'll be like, this is what's wrong with me. Can you help? No, 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 no. I've actually been like thinking a lot about this. I don't really want to live in Canada or the US. Oh. And I'm like, what's the next option? I'm thinking like, I'm thinking about applying to the UK. Like it's a serious option for me right now. Wellington City is looking good right now. (laughs) QE2's there. There's a hospital there. (laughs) As we've gone through, I mean, my wife thinks I'm getting early dementia, and this isn't a joke. This is like I have, well, I had such a terrible memory that we're uh, we're even doing like memory games in the morning now, where she'll give me a few words in a certain order, and I've got to try and tell them back at like midnight to try and keep it in because I like just can't, I can't retain things. So I might have told you this already, but. When I was a kid, um, I found out that well, it's a whole long story. But basically, my grandmother, my mum's mum, lived in Canada. She emigrated there, and so when I was told that, I thought, "Oh, I'm Canadian," because <laughs> I thought that's how that worked. And I remember going. This is like primary school, and we were like kids. I remember going and telling. I probably told you, Dom, on the playground. Like, hey, good news! I'm Canadian. Um, <laughs> And my mom said, I asked my mom about this recently, and she said, yeah, you was really excited because maybe this is wrong, though. But she's like, because Michael J. Fox is Canadian. But now I'm thinking about it. Is he? Is he American? I thought he was American, but I can find I out. I thought he was American, too. Oh, well, because I just watched his documentary. Or maybe it's Jim Carrey. Maybe it's Jim Jim Carrey's Canadian, right? Uh, Michael J. Fox is a Canadian and American activist and retired actor. Mm. And Jim Carrey's yeah. definitely Canadian. But I think it was Michael J. Fox, she said. But uh, so he, he was born in Alberta, Canada. Hey, there you go. So I was excited because I love Back to the Future. But um, so, so then at one point it was looking like we might actually go and uh, and move to Canada. It's like when I was little. Um, There's a really sad story to the end, really sad end to that story. Um, So I won't go into it, but um, yeah. So basically my grandmother passed away um, quite suddenly, which is really sad. So it didn't happen, but we did go to Canada later when I was like 16 and we went and visited her her grave. It was in um, London, Ontario. And Canada's beautiful. Canada's so nice. And isn't it got like the record for being like the most 
welcoming country in the world or something um i think i think i saw a recent post that said that canadians are the happiest people but i don't know if, if i can vouch for that <laughs> until you meet mike <laughs> <laughs> mike it's okay he won't listen to this you can just say mike is unhappy <laughs> he's quite possibly the most disgruntled canadian i've ever met <laughs> i think me too and i live here <laughs> Well, yeah. Maureen, you do get to see something special though. We used to have to we used to do this before our Ravens would join, but now as our Ravens join like for the whole episode pretty much, you're gonna get to witness it, which Dom doesn't like. He prefers to do this in private, but what can we do? It happens, but we have a new Raven. <sighs> Could they coming be the in crazy. youngest Raven? Ooh. Maybe. Send Maybe. us your age. No. <laughs> Sounds so dodgy. <laughs> If they're younger than me, can we please kick them off? <laughs> Just a suggest. No offense to the incoming Raven, but Are we well. What I like about this is we haven't had a dude for a while. We haven't had any men, and so let's let's bring in some more men. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It matters nothing. But you know, it's just you know we're we're quite female centric. Let's bring in. Let's balance it out. Again, not that it matters. Like how sensitive 2024 is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Coming in at varsity, it's Ross. Oh, my days, Ross. Well, well, well. Ross, guess what? There is an opening in my lineup. Are you, in fact, able to knock Marine off that spot of baby of the team? I don't think so. I'm, I'm guessing not, Ross. I'm guessing not, because Marine is just vital. But Ross, listen here. And I want you to listen close, because I'm only going to say this once. We need you. We want you, and we've got to have you on the team. You're vital, you're important, and there's no one else that can play like you. And you know what, Ross? You just became a raven. Thank you, Ross. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, I have a dog story of something that happened today, but Maureen, I know you can't be here for the whole episode, so I won't waste your time with it. But Dom, <laughs> please remind me at the end so I can bring up my dog story. I would like to know what the five words that you were trying to remember this morning were. We didn't play that today. Hmm? We played, oh. I forgot to play, or maybe we did play. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> the words, listen, yes. Listen, if we want, we can give him five words right now, and then at the end of the a watch-along party afterwards, he has to say them back to us. Ooh, Just okay. as like, you know, they forget. Well, firstly, it was free words. I said it was only free words. I can tell you yesterday's words was, um, no, the day before was eggs, bacon, and beans. And yesterday's word was four don't know the other two egg, egg bacon and beans is quite a, like a cheat one because it's things that you put together on a plate isn't it so you can kind of visualize the plate although it's quite good for like remembering and they also think it's cheating i would give you three random words okay go on now. yeah they should be unrelated Un completely unrelated so uh i'll start off i'll give you one marine can give you two uh the first one is badger okay okay um Oh shit! Now I got to think about word. Uh, the second one is backpack. Uh, 
Backpack. Okay, alliteration. Badger backpack is good. Oh, I go again. You, yeah, um, last one. Last one from you. I'm kind of looking around for inspiration, and I don't see anything. But um, jacket. Badger Perfect. backpack jacket. They all have an the A in there. The A, the second letter A. Okay. Badger jacket. No, badger backpack jacket. Okay. We'll see how we go. I'm not confident. <laughs> well, okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about this episode because we we got to make the most of Marine's time. So, Marine, where do you want to start? Which thread are we going to first? Um, the thread of this lovely filler episode that I know Dom just loved. I know he loved this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I know he was watching it. He was kicking his feet. He was giggling. He was so excited. He's like, I'm so excited to talk about this eventful plot heavy episode. <laughs> yep. Imagine me kicking my feet. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine it because, I mean, though we everybody knows that we're the same height, I like to imagine that it's like <laughs> your feet aren't touching the floor. That's <laughs> it, just yeah. like dangling. My chair, yeah, my chair's just to be like, like sitting down just kicking your feet. That's it. My chair's at full height and my feet are just like hovering. And I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, hey. <laughs> I'm okay with that image. Because I know we're the same height. Same height. Yeah. So what, what were we saying, yeah. Marie? Um, let's start with the whole camping thing. Oh. Yeah. Going straight in. Marine, can I just ask you, you looked at your phone. I'm assuming you have copious amounts of notes on every single character. Okay, so this is actually how it worked. I was on the bus this morning and I was like, oh shit, I have not watched the episode. The only thing I remember is the weed brownies. <laughs> and so then I was like, I got to watch it. So I was in this cafe today and I had some time. I was like, let me watch the episode. And so I did. And instead of making like usual notes with like, oh, this is my favorite performer, this is my favorite character, I just decided to make them a little unhinged and just write down any thought that popped into my head. So they're extremely disorganized. Most of them are quotes and random capital letter screaming, but they're there. Um, <laughs> they're not really notes. It's more of my like inner monologue. But um, just like a quick little side thread off of that is that for Clay scene, like the very first scene he had was with his like dead wife, like walking out of the pool and the bikini and everything. And I was like, I am in public. People are going to think, people, <laughs> what are people going to think I'm watching? I was like, I'm so glad my back is facing the wall right now. It was so bad. <laughs> but yes, let's start with Julie and Nathan, the guys. Wow. Or as Julian called them, the homies. That's it. The homies. The homies are going camping. There's a surprise camping trip that is never mentioned up until the very beginning of this episode. Julian really doesn't want to go because it's not his thing. Nathan really doesn't want him to go because Julian's not his thing. Kind of Carlsberg. Um, so, <laughs> kind of water. It's water. It's water. sparkling water with lime. Are you familiar Where did with you liquid get that death? From? That just sort of came from under the table. I had it here. I brought it here and then cracked it down by like my by the floor to try and not make so noise. Just, like, producing drinks. <laughs> Are you familiar with Liquid Death, Marine? You're young. It's like a popular thing, isn't it? No, I kind of don't want it either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just water it's just water but, okay sorry i don't like on. sparkling water though sparkling water is shit <laughs> it is sparkling water so gosh 
Outrage. The outrage. Um, that's like the third time you said shit as well, Maureen. I'm surprised. Um, oh, crap, are you like keeping track or something? Backpack. <laughs> oh, my God. Back. I said that. Badger, backpack, jacket. There we go. Dom, I think it was worse than we thought. We had to give him hints. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, mate. You can do it. I'm, I'm confident in you that your memory is fine. Gosh. <laughs> um, right, back to uh, Juan Tree Hill, um, which is what we'd name it if it was after my dad. Um, okay, so we're going camping. Julian has massively over-prepared and has got everything. Nathan is, you know, has less stuff because he's, you know, he's a man. He's a man's man, whereas Julian's like a... Uh, and Julian kind of explains that he, a lot of his friends are, are girls or, you know, are women, uh, and that's what he's more comfortable with. Uh, and that that's when he kind of gets questioned on the whole lot, what like Alex, and he's like, yeah, exactly like Alex, which I wouldn't really categorize them as friends yet, but he seems to have chucked her into that pot immediately. Um, and then he, uh, he kind of backtracks and says, I'm going to go camping, you know, because Brooke's giving him, you know, funny looks. Um, and they go with skills, mouth, um, Jamie and Chuck comes along as well you know um which was a nice little surprise for skills skills seems a little bit apprehensive as well because there's no technology can't use his phone can't call for help if they get in trouble and he's you know he's got all these problems you know like the whole having a uh lizard in his house or whatever it was it was a bearded dragon i think um he's basically a a scaredy cat complete scaredy cat um and yes they they go a hundred feet above sea level um and start having their little camping trip. What were your notes, Maureen? What, what were your what were the thoughts that were coming up in your head as this was happening? Yeah, let's read them out. Um, <laughs> the first thing I wrote is Julian's quote: um, "I'm not a guy's guy. I don't have homies. He's such a loser. He's <laughs> such a loser, but I love him." <laughs> My God. <laughs> I was in, with him in this episode and all these like movie quotes and everything. I was like, this is like, he's like my spirit animal at this point. This is exactly who, how I would feel in this situation. Uh, Nathan was very instantly, I didn't get where his disdain for Julian came from so early. I don't know if it was disdain more of it was just like, you know, me and my family have been through this entire thing and it's like taking up so much time and I just want like, you know, a weekend with the guys who I've known for years and my son and then like Julian, who he doesn't know very well, is coming now too. So like, obviously it's not like a big deal, but like maybe to him given everything that's happened, maybe it kind of was, but I don't know. That's fair. Marine with your wisdom. <laughs> it's the early 2000s baby wisdom. Yeah. Did you have did you have any thoughts, Dom, on that Judy and Nathan? Uh it is a bit of an odd dynamic. I don't I I get that Nathan probably doesn't really have time for him and doesn't kind of hasn't made time. They haven't really interacted that much. Um but he knows that he has kind of a better relationship with Lucas kind of towards the end of their time together like Julian and Lucas. So you, you kind of would have thought that they would have interacted a little bit more through that time, like when the whole film was being made and casting was going on and Nathan was kind of quite present 
during that time. So you would have thought there'd be that familiarity. Um, but I guess it just isn't there. Uh, and watching Nathan kind of really go, oh, I don't want him to come. It's it just a bit strange because uh, Nathan's always been the sort of guy that's like, yeah, that's fine. Like anyone could come. I don't really care. Like he has to bring his own stuff and I'm not going to look after him. But, it, you know, it doesn't matter if he's in the woods sort of thing. So, yeah, it was it was a strange dynamic. But it kind of as we get towards the end of their part of the episode, you know that they're going to end up being mates and he's going to end up being in the tent you know when he can't put the tent together and it's I bought this like the best Japanese tent you know, that they used in the is he saying Himalayas I can't remember they're using the Himalayas and Mount uh, Everest yeah yeah and it's just like well that's that's you know that's great but you're 100 feet above sea level sort of thing it's it's you don't really need a posh one like that uh, and the instructions are in Japanese and he's kind of like really trying hard um to be this kind of like I can do camping, but he, he really can't. But oh, the good thing about Julian is that he, uh, I don't think he cares. I don't think he's really that worried about what people think about him. Uh, and I think that's quite good. He's very much water off a duck's back. Like the whole Jamie situation and kind of taking that responsibility for Jamie being scared. I thought that was really decent, actually. I thought him going, I'm not going to do it. I'm a bit frightened. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk back, but I'm, you know, um, what's the word like directionally challenged or whatever he says i'm directionally challenged yeah <laughs> um i wrote that one down as <laughs> I, I thought i thought it was really nice of him to kind of make jamie feel comfortable with that and then he, he kind of says you know it's, it must be difficult growing up with you know you being his dad because you know you're superman all the time and sometimes he just wants to hang out with clark kent so i thought i thought i thought he had a really good sentiment to his episode some really mm. funny moments i like the the film chatter and like I kind of wanted that a bit more like what was your favorite sports movie and then talk about a few others you know and he mentioned Cool Runnings which is just you know one of the greats one of the greats and and I, I what is your you... favorite sports movie though because like we... Julian asked that what would be your answer we discussed this on the watch along Cool Runnings would be up there I mean Dom and I we mentioned this but obviously and people I probably know, but we spoke to Raw D. Lewis, who's one of the main bobsledders, for almost four hours <laughs> going through every scene of the film. It's like early on in our podcast feed. But uh, I, I think I said Cool Runnings would be up there for sure. Little Giants, Mighty Ducks, like one and two. Yeah, I, I love sports movies. What would you? What would yours be, Dom? Uh, I said Moneyball. Moneyball is a fantastic right. film. I think it's it's really really good. Uh, so I picked Moneyball. What about yours, Marine? Yours be Marine, yeah. She's the man. Ephany <laughs> <laughs> loves that film. Loves I it. It's love got, it's got Vin, that Vin, movie. Vinnie Jones is the coach in it. He's British. Oh, well, I was mainly there for Channing Tatum, but you know, he's there <laughs> sure. too, I guess. Sure. But it's yeah. a, it's Anyways. a, it's a Shakespeare play, isn't it? It's a, it's a re- retake on Twelfth Shakespeare. Twelfth Night, yeah, yeah. We watched it in grade nine English class because they were like, oh, it's based off Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that 10 things I hate about you, you know, it's all the classics. Yeah. It's just stolen. <laughs> listen, it. I don't know why that movie didn't get Oscars. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> Vinnie Can Jones I just, is in it. <laughs> Can I just add back on to Julian? He also has a function to play because he starts the train of thought for mouth and for skills on the... Uh, sport coordinating for skills and that the internet is the future of media for <laughs> mouth so 
and my favorite line to spoil it is when he doesn't do the zip line to sort of save Jamie from it and then Jamie's saying oh I better walk him back down and you know yes I am directionally challenged but then as they walk off he turns to Jamie and he's just like thanks man like it was just a really nice touch because it was like just re. if it said nothing it might have been even more obvious to Jamie as a kid that he'd just done it on purpose but it was like oh you really saved me appreciate it like it was uh, I don't know it's just it's hard to not like Julian. Like he's so well-rounded and thoughtful. Yeah. What What was some of more of your thoughts that you wrote down on this camping stuff, Marine? Um. Let's see. I have to scroll through because it goes in order. The episode, not character. I wrote Julian saving Jamie from ziplining. He's so precious. And then in quotes, I'm directionally challenged. <laughs> um. And then oh, about the whole um internet taking over thing. I feel like that conversation was so like not funny but it's just kind of like interesting to listen now in like 2024 about how like the internet in fact was the future like you know it's everywhere it's like you know everyone has access to it so Julian really did predict that and I thought and like just listening to that now like I thought that was really interesting um oh can we talk about how skills is such like an instigator like uh bringing up the whole uh Nathan and Brooke thing and then like you know Nathan was like stop stop and skills are just like okay see you guys later and nathan looks like he wants to die on the spot it is pretty awful because i was like king what are we doing well he he didn't allow nathan the opportunity to tell him himself you know he could have just been like oh okay i'll leave you guys with that and then let nathan at least tell it it just kind of i mean it was being played for fun wasn't it i think this i said on the end of the watch along that this episode is the epitome of season seven and eight in that i think that's why i picked it it's just this is what we get like as in it's just spending time with these characters like we've said before there's some drama going on but there's a lot of just hey we're camping in the woods hey we're doing this thing and it's like okay well this is this is cool but this is not the one tree hill that we know it's this different variation of one tree hill which is like, I don't really mind it because I think like a lot of the shows that I watch, like when they end like their last season, it's like, you know, the characters are like, oh, we're off to college, guys. This is the end. And then like the show ends there. Right. And then like all the time I'm like, oh, it would be so cool if we could like see them later, like, you know, as adults. Right. And it's like One Tree Hill actually did that for us. So it's like I know it's like, you know, not even in like near in comparison to what seasons one to four and like the high school seasons were, but it's just like. I'm just so invested in the characters at this point. It's like, I'll just watch it anyways. Like, I'm just here just to watch my favorites on screen. It's like, I don't care if there's a lack of plot. Like, you know, obviously, like, you know, it is kind of a problem. And obviously, like, the writing has gone down a lot since the earlier seasons. But it's still fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. Well, what's your thoughts on it, Dom? Like, if you was watching this on your... Well, it just wouldn't happen, would it? But let's imagine (laughs) you was watching this on your own and you was just binging through... If say just imagine in a world where you did really enjoy the first four seasons, which I know you did for talk, you know talking on the podcast that you've given good ratings. Do you think that these seasons would make you drop off and stop, or do you think you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm enjoying just spending time with the characters? It's it's a difficult one to answer because I'm not normally one for 
uh, like dropping a TV series or, or giving in, but I, I know I have done with a few. Um, like, you know, for, for, yeah, Succession is a, is a good example because it was just way too stressful. And I just, yeah, I just thought I'd just, just sit there panicking for 45 minutes for no reason. Um, uh, just because I, I just want Kendall to be okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I, I think I might have just gone, this has just got a bit rubbish now. I'm going to I'm gonna stop watching it. Um, but also you kind of want to see what's happening. Like the Dan story is is now picking up some intrigue. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, well, where's that going? I mean, other than it being like telenovela kind of or like soap opera nonsense for the whole episode, I kind of want to see where it's going. Um, and obviously the the announcement that he wants to you know take take a little holiday or return I want to return home you know that kind of thing so uh, I think part of me would probably just carry on just to see I just you know I'm just going to get through it um, near the end anyway I could probably have it done in a day so um, yeah just I reckon plow through get through it so I can say what's going to be interesting is this is like my I can't even remember anymore my like fifth or sixth rewatch I think it's technically the fifth but because I watch every episode twice for the podcast it's like fifth and sixth if you will but I've only made it I've only watched season eight and nine twice and you know like years ago like the first time being you know I don't know what 12 years ago and then maybe again like eight years ago or something oh no I watched it before we started the podcast because I was like I have to do something about this love I have for this tv show (laughs) um but because I dropped off like in towards the end of season seven like on the rewatches so yeah it'll be interesting some of it will be a little bit more fresh for me as well so that'll be nice I I think if I was a repeat watcher I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily watch it. I, I'd I'd choose the seasons I want to watch. Right. I think a lot of people, if they re- are repeat watching, maybe would just go like one to six or one to four. I don't know. What, what do you think, Maureen? There wasn't it something crazy. What... Like you've only seen the show once or something. No, see, because my thing with shows is that I don't rewatch them in full until it's been like a few years. And I, and I feel like I don't remember enough about it to like watch it again right so it's like i watched this show like almost four years ago now so maybe i should rewatch it i don't know but i've seen it once all the way through but i've seen like some episodes multiple times i just like go back and watch when i'm in the mood so it's like i watched this season seven episode like today and after that i was like oh i really just missed all my characters i missed them so much so i went back and i watched season one episode eight nine and ten and then clips from season three episode 20. so it's like (laughs) I just pick what I want to rewatch. I don't like go all the way through sometimes. I totally forgot the busy life of being a student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, my thing, I will sacrifice work to do things that I want to do. Like, was I supposed to be watching my lecture? Yeah, sure. But Wonder Hill was just right in front of me. So there we there go. go. Future Priorities, doctor, you know? future doctor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where did you learn to do heart transplants? Have you seen season seven of One Tree Hill? <laughs> Listen, that guy looked like he knew what he was doing. He was on business. How many have you done? Dos or tres? Más o menos. <laughs> I'm still awake, Doc. I'm still awake. I'm still here. 
the later down the line, Dom later like down the line, Dom's gonna be needing surgery. I'm like, I'm still awake, I'm still awake, and I'll be like, I'm already awake. <laughs> start the I like the start the drill. <laughs> I like that the doctor came in with blood on like his apron <laughs> or on his like not apron, what do you call them? Like Scrubs. What are they called? Scrubs, scrubs. Yeah, it already had yeah. blood on them. Just... It's because he just removed was... the heart from an unsuspecting teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you, uh... don't need, you don't need this in your... <laughs> We're going to give That's it to cra- Dan's God. That's crazy, though, right? Like, is there... That can't be real. Like, well, maybe it is. Like, is there somewhere in the world it's where you could probably go... probably just the... very illegal on the it's black very market illegal. just buy organs yeah should we try it happened in riverdale <laughs> oh speaking of which uh i won't say i won't say who because maybe maybe they wouldn't want me to say i'm sure they probably wouldn't mind but i won't say just to be safe uh but somebody wrote in uh and said that as f- we were questioning on the last episode like can you like do they actually put like um could put like animal parts in people and saying yes you can completely you can have like pig uh heart valves or valves um into people you can choose it can be mechanical or animal um so that is fully a thing so crazy like so clever uh, and amazing that that can do something to you know save people's lives it's awesome like people doctors are very clever they're very clever. Even this one, he must know what he's doing. He's p- putting hearts <laughs> in people and stuff. Hey, it worked. Like Dan's alive. Right. Dan's life. He must have done something, right? Could you imagine if it's twenty twenty four? It's the doctor, and he's just watching a YouTube video on how to do it at the same time. Oh my <laughs> god, that's the problem. That's the future, isn't it? No, it's gonna happen. No, see, listen. I just know he's just scrolling through his doc, and he's like command f trying to find he's just trying to find how to replace heart i just know yeah. it i know it <laughs> he's like oh my god it's buffering i need stronger <laughs> wi-fi to yeah. watch this youtube video <laughs> yeah he's just like i'm out of data guys give me a break here just, just wait right in the in the not too distant future we'll have standard youtube for for the everyday bod like you and i simon then we'll have youtube medical this is this is for you know, doctors, nurses, people in the in medical professions, right? Then we'll have uh, YouTube legal. This is people in legal professions. Then we'll have YouTube, you know, something, and then we'll have all these different elements of YouTube that will then create enough content so that people can just watch and learn through doing, like watching, like YouTube um, creative or whatever you learn to play the piano people learn how to play piano on youtube all the time don't they they, they don't read music yeah. Yeah. they just learn to yeah, I do play that. certain keys so you know it's it's just repetition and understanding so well, whatever i need to know anything i go to youtube like literally anything it's so amazing I, I heard a stat that there's more video or uploaded to youtube in a single day than you would be able to watch in your entire lifetime like if That's you just crazy. press play on everything that was uploaded yesterday, you would die before you've seen it all. Jesus. Right. By the way, if the YouTube medical legal and all of that happens, I want in. I want. I think I deserve something for that. For talking about it. 
Oh, well, I think it's my idea. So if they steal my idea, Listen. I'll be suing them. I'll be remembering that I was on the podcast with Marine and tell the world that this would happen. And if they go and do it, I'll be like, well, I want my, I want my watch due to me. It was my idea. I wouldn't. Don't listen. Listen. <laughs> I have friends in like coding and website building, computer science. I will get them right now and let's let's just do it. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Why? Are, like, why are we gonna wait for somebody else to do it? Sure. Well, I want in. I want a piece. No, no, no. I'm you not can't. against it. What do you mean? No. <laughs> 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 well, when we've got the when we've got the foundation set, we'll bring you in. Yeah, I'll forget before. Anyway, <laughs> when I sort are, of blur. Simon, what are our three words? Badger, backpack, jacket. Nicely done. Eggs, bacon, well. beans. Very nice. <laughs> okay, tell us some more thoughts, Marines. We want to. We need to. Oh, we right. want to hear your. Rants. I thought this was a One Tree Hill podcast. Um, is, is it? Nah, that's just the cover story. Um. Oh yeah, um, Julie. I think it was like his last line when um he and Nathan like sort of part ways at the end. And he was like, "That was my very first ever fist bump." It's like, oh my god. Don't overthink <laughs> it. So I love him so much. He's the best. <laughs> he is the best. I like Chuck's line to him when he's just like, "Go on then, Julia." <laughs> <laughs> And then also um, Chuck's line at the start, he's like, who the hell is Julian? <laughs> I, like, should, should I we hate be... Chuck. I hate Chuck so much. I'm so sorry. I, w- I want to kick that kid in his knees. <laughs> I hate him so much. Like, his lines are real funny. Like, he's so funny. But I want to drown him in the pool. Like, he's so bad. Do all but that before seen... you take your oath to do no harm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would say we Stop. should try and reach out and get them on, but I don't know if you've heard this, Marine. But I, I'm not even sure if maybe it's on a different, on a movie episode or something. But we're just over this now. Like we're done with interviewing. I think like we don't want to be begging people to interview. You know, like we're beyond that now. If you want to come on, please come on. But I'm done with like <laughs> the messaging. Thirty six now. Can't be doing it. <laughs> all the time (laughs) well it's just like i'm a man at this point you know like kids and things i can't be out here like hello please to like a 19 year old or however old some yeah probably right it's like it's fine i think we're over it we did it we got chad michael murray we had baby yeah once you have him like come on yeah we had baby jenny baby jenny who is Probably equally, if not more important than Chad Michael Murray. Like, if we're being so for real right now. Can we... All right, so Lex sent me earlier today, just on this topic, from a One Tree Hill page, had like 100,000 followers, right? So it was like a post that had loads of interaction on it. And the post was a picture of Chad Michael Murray as Lucas from, like, the first season. The picture with, like, he's got the basketballs covering, like, you know, covering himself. And the question said, um, is Lucas a top five character in One Tree Hill? And Lex uh, Lex was sending it to me like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and literally the number one comment on it that was like liked was, isn't the show about him? Like, <laughs> as in, I mean, in the beginning, right? It's from him, his perspective. And, and 
I get it that people can be like anti Lucas and whatever, but to act as if the show didn't start around centered around him is lunacy. Agreed. Yeah, totally. Who are the other four then in the top five? I didn't know. I don't know. People just. <laughs> All right, let's go for it right now. Marine, who's your top five of characters that Dom has seen? Oh, okay. Who's your Who's your top five characters? No order. Well, I'm gonna do it in order. Um, <laughs> okay. So Brooke, oh. Nathan, mm-hmm. Whitey. Chris Keller and um, I'm gonna go Deb. Nice. No Dan. No Dan. Surprised. Listen, I I like the Dan appeal here is like the one thing I can't relate to here. <gasps> okay, well, I have a lot of thoughts. We don't have to get into it. Say your top five. Dom. Um, Jamie Quinn, Haley. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, they're the worst. So, uh, like, were we going bottom five? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally the worst. Um, I it's not the worst. Go Whitey, Dan, Nathan, <sighs> Karen. <laughs> Is that just because she's your catchphrase? Garrett, yeah. And uh, Principal Turner. Nice. He's got a great voice. He's got a great voice. <laughs> go on, I'd go Dan. Oh, right. I, just, I can't have them all be male, can I? Dan, Keith. Yes, you can. Lucas, Nathan. Oh, dear. Peyton. <laughs> oh, I forgot, forgot about Peyton. Oh, well, it's got to be Whitey. Come on, or Deb? No, it wouldn't be. I do you like Deb? But Clay? No, who would define? Oh, I do like Clay. I like Clay. Oh, I like Julian like too, though. Oh, it'd be Clay or Julian. It'd be one yeah. of them. Uh, Principal Turner was obviously a joke, but I put Julian in his place. Hmm. You mean Principal Turner's not in your top five? Not disgraceful. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he makes an epic comeback. He can right. earn his oh, way in. That'd be great, yeah. Well, okay, what else have you got, Maureen, in your notes? Why are we, like, counting on me for notes? Like, they're well, so unorganized. Like, we, like, what we, are we doing, guys? We just want you to get your thoughts off. Like, so at least oh, you've right. said all okay. the things you want to say, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, so when Jamie and Chuck are in their tent afterwards and, like, you know... um. Jamie's like, let me tell you a real scary story. And he starts going on about like Nanny Carrie. I wrote <clears throat> word for word. The fact that Jamie's moved on enough and is using humor as his coping mechanism is so Gen Z of him. <laughs> that was my thought. <laughs> okay. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah, he's processed I was like, it you know, it works. off about it. Yeah. Yeah. And look, and now we can tell it as a scary story at campfires. Good for him. What was the, what was Julian's? story was it like peg leg sue or something like that what was drag drag was led, lo- drag drag leg leg lauren was it drag leg lauren laura laura oh, laura laura yeah. right not peg leg sue <laughs> no okay <laughs> <Whatever that came. laughs> 
Do you peg know any Peg Leg suits? Do you remember Peg Leg Peyton? When she got shot in the yeah. library. <laughs> She's going to lose her leg. And then wasn't oh, there something about Peg Leg, peg leg Luke or something? Because he had a limp or something at some point? Don't know. Possibly. Had a few peg. Had a couple peg legs. <laughs> okay. What about... Uh, oh, wait. About... One more thing. One more yes. thing. One more thing. Sorry. It was just Skills was there. And Chuck is so out of pocket. He was so out of pocket. What he wrote... What, what did Chuck say to Skills? He said, my mom says that you can't uh, marry Miss Lauren because... um." You don't have enough money. <laughs> like. But I guess, though. Which that's is like showing... real of skills, though. I feel like I feel like skills financial situation is the only thing that aged properly about all of these characters, like <laughs> careers and financial stations. <laughs> it's true. But I guess it also goes to show that this is where Chuck gets it from, like where he gets his attitude and is his being conditioned by his parents. And his drink problem. Oh, so we were going with like the like sympathetic approach. I was just kind of going, okay. I see. <laughs> There's a reason for all of this, Marine. The behavior comes from somewhere. Listen, I'm a psych student. I know this. I'm just choosing to attack him anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else you got? Uh, can we go to uh, Brooke, Haley, and Quinn? Oh, of course. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first note on that. I would, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I would sock my sister in the face if I learned that she had been, like, giving me weed brownies without me knowing my entire life. I'm just saying. Perfect. How would you feel, how would you feel, Dom, actually, as someone that's never taken a drug, never smoking a cigarette, very, like, Christian upbringing, (laughs) like, you know, all of that. That's where it's from, isn't it? No. love of the church okay well <laughs> the that you um oh dear what was it then just morals are you telling me it was just morals but you basically morals. yeah i just thought like my my parents smoked um and my brother did and my brother would you know play around with substances uh and i thought i don't want to i don't want to be i don't want to be like that I'm not going to do that. Why get into something that's um, just shit? Do you know what I mean? And addictive. So just didn't never bothered. Never went near it. I uh, thought it's just it's not worth it. So yeah, it didn't. So yeah, just well, on the morals alone. That was also me too. Is that I've never drank in my life, smoked or anything. Like partly due to like you know cultural things as well. But it's like also just don't want to. Mm-hmm. And like it would be so easy for me too because I'm like of age here and everything. Like it would be so easy. But I just want to and mm. so if i found out that my sibling had been doing that smack to the so face <laughs> well i i Actually. think that's so that's so commendable for both of you and i wish that that had been the case for me i just always i was always so easily led like um or wanting i mean we could talking about psych stuff i just would have wanted to be accepted wanted to have been liked you know so just following the crowd which uh so you know good but my question with like it's good that you guys didn't i mean but my question but also you have to live i don't know you can balance it up it's everything i don't know you can live without giving your body over to drugs but you know <laughs> we're not talking about like heroin here but you know <laughs> having a couple puffs on a joint here and there you know i mean it's moderation it's balance it's what suits you you know um 
you know, I'm a 36 year old man that does a One Tree Hill podcast. I think I had drug hasn't touched my system in many a decade. But, uh, <laughs> but Dom, my point, my question was going to be as somebody that has never done that, and so Marine, we obviously got your perspective. Would you be upset if you found out that your brother had secretly been like lacing brownies with weed? Yeah, I think so. But I think then eventually I'd see the, the kind of funny side of it. So I'd be like, yeah, okay, just don't do it again. Or I just wouldn't eat them again, like, in his presence. So uh, I'd be like, why the fuck have you done that? You know, and uh, yeah, I would be a bit pissed off. But I'd get over it fairly quick. I mean, if I had enough brownies, I'd be over it almost immediately, I would have thought. So. <laughs> well, I guess then as the only one that can actually give a, a, a perspective here, the other <laughs> thing I would say is this is not what being stoned looks like <laughs> at all at all like as in i guess it's sort of being played for comedy isn't it um but um, yeah the only part the only part i thought was quite realistic was when Haley was like without the psychic and Haley was like can you see if she can bring a pizza (laughs) (laughs) but yeah what did you think of all of this marine like all of the rest of it um i thought it was funny i but it's also just like I'm also like I feel like I'm also like the target demographic of this show too and combined with that I'm also very easily entertained it's like I don't care if the joke is bad like I'll still laugh so um I wasn't I was thoroughly entertained I thought it was funny um I was I thought it was also really great that me and Haley had the same thought about the psychic Zelda I was like once you have a name like Zelda I'm like your career path is basically chosen for you (laughs) like what else can you do with a name like Zelda like what are you gonna do go into finance like come on or be Sabrina's aunt. That's it. Uh, Marine, you're too young for that reference. It's so <laughs> sad, but yeah. Listen, yeah, I didn't get that one. Sabrina, the right. teenage witch. Okay, but yeah. Oh no, wait. I know. I heard of it. I heard of it. Yeah. What, Dom, what did <laughs> YouTube? Right, it'll be on there. But Dom, what did you what did you think of all of this? Of the weed brownies, the psychic stuff. Uh, it was ultimate filler. It was we're not really sure what to do with them when the 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 guys have gone away because there's there's no drama happening for them at the moment. So let's throw in some random stuff for them to do. Oh, let's make brownies. Oh, we used to drug Haley all the time when we were younger, um, which wouldn't have been that long ago to be fair because they're only like nineteen now, so it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, like yeah, those were like eight years ago. Yeah, it's just it's madness. Oh, um, yeah, wait, wait, hang on. When they're saying eight years ago, so how old? Oh, right. So that right, we can work out they're, they're probably about twenty four then, right? Because it was the Nathan and Brooke thing would have been before. Uh, Nathan before. and Brooke probably would have been in like sophomore year. So at sophomore, like you're like fifteen, sixteen. So eight years mm-hmm. later, you're like twenty three, twenty four, which kind of aligns with the four years later thing, and then the fourteen month time jump. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, sorry, go on, Dom. Well, yeah, they're just drugging her when she was 16, basically. So, yeah, that's some sort of illegal, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, it, yeah, it was just kind of boring, really, the, the watching Wizard of Oz. They tried to make it funny, making Brooke, like, extra paranoid, making Haley talk, it like, incessantly, uh, and Quinn didn't even take them because, you know, she had to look after you two newbies or whatever she said what did she say yeah look you two rookies, rookies. Or, yeah rookies so oh, i don't like quinn as of right now like <laughs> like in this episode like 
I don't because no because I'm behind on the podcast but that's old news but um I so I don't know what your thoughts are I just I I don't know I just don't like her don't like I didn't like I didn't like her in this because she was coming across so like I don't know if arrogant is the right word but just kind of like a yeah she was caring yeah it's like oh you know I've been drinking with like weed brownies and this and you know you guys are rookies and then she just like left them there too I was like yeah and then she invites psychic Sally round, who's you know just a complete weirdo. Um, answers questions like she is the magic eight ball, and tells them that there's a rabbit intruder. You know, which was it was just a rictolagus caniculus. Yeah, oh, it's just nonsense yeah. the whole bit. And then you know, eventually when she makes a decision to go and see Clay. I think he did the right thing. It was just like, no, bugger off. I'm quite happy here with, you know, the the imagination and representation of my dead wife. Didn't spend any time with you. But then he goes and gets I in like the car. Clay. I felt like I like I think up until this point, like and like learning about his dead wife, like I just felt really bad for him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, it is a really sad story. Um the one thing I just wanted to add about when when Zelda or Psychic Sally, I prefer that name, come to the door, they do the same shot that's from the Backstreet Boys Everybody video. You know, when the the bus driver comes to the door, is another really nineties reference. Do you know that one, Marine? Yeah, I got that. I got that one. <laughs> yeah, they like stole that shot from that. So I have a feeling Jenna would like I, that reference. My thought there was that the doorbell rang, but she was standing like quite a like quite a distance away from the door so i was like did she ring it and then move back for like effect yeah she's like they're gonna need space to zoom in i better take yeah a couple steps she was like listen i'm psychic sally and i deserve that entrance (laughs) absolutely (laughs) well marine i know we're coming towards the end of your time so should we get your judgments and then we can take that into the final debate yes sir okay so who was your favorite performer of the episode Okay, so I had initially thought Bethany Joy Lines because I was like, oh, she's like doing really good at like being like talkative and silly. But then you said that that was not an accurate representation of how someone acts stoned. So then I was like, oh, but then I'm like, the writers probably told her to do that and she acted it out well. So I gave it to her. Nice. Yeah. And also it might be an accurate representation. It just wasn't an accurate representation of the people I knew. But hey, what do I know? What was your favorite character of the episode? Uh, Julian. We talked a lot about Julian, and I'm happy we did, because he was just so good. He's funny. He's wholesome. But he's the best. What about your favorite background performer? One line or less. There was there were no background performers in this, were there? Uh, there are a few, because there's a whole studio of people. Oh, the, right. The, the studio. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see, I try to block out the Dan Rachel stuff. Uh, um, Well, the kid, the kid who they stole the heart from, he had no lines. He was just standing there bleeding. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Poor guy. What about your favorite song of the episode, line of the episode, favorite line of the episode? Favorite line? <laughs> um, Probably Julian going, that was my first ever fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so excited. Just so excited. And your favorite song? Um, 
there were there's like the music quality is getting worse too if we're talking about that too like along with the writing um there's this one song that i recognized that that one 80s song that played at one point Past the i forgot what it's called yes Past that one the duchy upon the left yeah, I almost started singing it all out in public long. I was like, oh, wait, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, good, good song. And last but not least is the Precious. Precious. Rating. So, Maureen, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? No. Oh. <laughs> do you have one in mind now? Maybe. It's the Simon yeah. approach to rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I just I just do how I feel in the moment. Okay. Well, then after three, you'll give us your rating on your own, and then we will take that into the final debate. Are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. Four. Ooh. Ooh. I think the lowest we've ever had, was it five? Four was the I think 40s episode. The 40s episode was definitely lower. I think we've had a four. Was, oh, that did you? That was our four. Okay, I was I okay. So that was a four then, because I was really debating between four and five, and then I was like, because I remember when I was on for season four, it was the season four finale, and Dom gave it a four, and I was so severely offended, and I was like, <laughs> you know, what Dom thought was like that level bad quality is what I think this one is, but I'm amenable to a five. My God, Dom, you gave the season four finale a four. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't even remember what happens. <laughs> I know. Well, there was a Spice Girls dance routine. I remember that. So, I mean, that's fair to take a couple points off, but a four. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. Okay. Well, well do you want to give us some, well, that was your reason, I guess. Do you have any other reasons that we can take in? reason to give it a four yeah it just it was filler like it didn't add anything the only thing we're getting is like dan intrigue which i guess will build up later but i guess this was just sort of like a break for all the characters because of everything that they've like been through like since season seven started so like they needed it but like still didn't really do anything and in even in terms of filler like i feel like we've had better filler episodes in like season two and three like in season three with the like cheerleading competition like it was a good filler episode this one was just like, yeah, it was whatever. Well, there we go. We'll take that into the final debate. But Maureen, you've been wonderful as always. It's been great to talk with you to get into the One Tree Hill madness. Uh, will we be seeing you later for the watch along? No, you've got things to do. No, I, we are actually, so I'm still on campus. So we're hosting a watch along party of ourselves for the Percy Jackson show finale that aired. So oh. I'm actually like headed off to do that. Awesome. Very yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, thank you. Have a lovely rest of your day. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to say, like, you know, um, how grateful I am for you guys that you've like, you know, given not like not just me, but like all of the Ravens, like the opportunity to like come on and like you know talk with other, you know, people who also really enjoy the show, and you've built like such a nice community. And you know, Simon, you mentioned that I very much do drag down the age average of this group, <laughs> but it's also like you like even though like you know besides that fact, it's like. You know, I still feel like welcome in this community. And I think that's really awesome that you guys did that. That's very kind of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate that. So nice Dom of wants you to say it. nice things. I, I could see tell. Dom getting teary at and know he was about to cry. <laughs> Never. But it is very kind of you to say. And we, we do love having you on. And we love having you part of the uh, like the Discord and the community and, and joining in. And, you know, you're you're brilliant. So thank you so much. 
Thank you, guys. It was so fun being on. Awesome. Excellent. Well, we'll see you soon. Have a good yes. watch party. Yeah, enjoy Thanks. it. Bye. 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 Take care. So, Dom, I was driving to Burger King earlier, right? Yeah. This is the dog story. Yeah, BK Tuesdays, F and I are calling it right now. <laughs> nice. Because nice. we're really enjoying the dine-in experience at Burger King. How do you feel about Burger King? Yeah, I like Burger King. I, I, like, I really like the burgers, obviously. Not too keen on the chips, fries mm. for those that are partial to that word. Well, the McDonald McDonald's have had the the game on the fries for just always, haven't they? But yeah, but there's there's a Burger King in Wellin now. It's where Blockbuster used to be, and right. it's a very nice establishment. The eating experience is nice. It's way more expensive than McDonald's, but because of that. It drives out the riffraff. It's, it's a nice experience, okay? I just mean students. It's fine. Anyway, the we were driving on our way there, and as we're driving, we see a dog, a little white dog, like not very big, like a small dog, just running across the road, and there's no one around. There's no owner. It's like loose. It's lost. And I'm like, oh, God. And I obviously feel a certain way because... I have a dog and I would feel terrible if, you know, my dog was lost, which my dog was lost once and somebody found them. Uh, I wasn't walking them. It's a whole long story. But anyway, <laughs> um, just want to leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now I'm crazy. I won't let anyone walk Luna except Epony, but pretty much because of that, because that happened. Um, anyway, the... I was out of the country at the time. It was very horrible and stressful. But she was found. My dad was walking around the whole night looking for her. But she had been found hours before and he didn't know. And he was walking through like back alleys and streets and, you know. Anyway, um, and obviously my parents have a dog. Also, if anyone just has a dog or just an animal, I was worried it was running through roads. I was worried it was going to get run over. So I literally pulled the car over, ditched the car with Ethany in it and just start running after this dog because I thought I'm go, I've got to catch the dog if I can just grab the dog then hopefully it'll have a, a number on the collar or whatever you know they have microchips in dogs now as well so vets can scan the chip and then it'll come up with their address and whatever so I start running and I catch up with the dog but it won't let me pick it up like it's scared of me and so I'm trying to like talk to it like hey it's okay I'm trying to like you know come here come here I'm trying to like make noises like acting like I've got food and whatever it just keeps running and it goes into a field I'm not joking Dom I ran three miles <laughs> around this field chasing this dog I'm not exaggerating three miles <laughs> Jesus. I was so hot sweating <laughs> I had a coat on I was like I, I was constantly I caught up with the dog I thought I'll just run next and it's running at like a pretty good speed and I didn't think I could run like this anymore but hey I was like so determined um I was like running next to the dog for a while thinking he'll just get used to me and then I and then and I'll go close and it's like mm, like looking you know it's gonna like get my fingers I'm like oh I was thinking do I take my coat off and just smother it with the coat and just <laughs> get it to get it in the car um, enjoy the sweat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just and it starts going towards like out of the field towards a busier road and I'm like losing it and I'm like no I get determined and I start like sprinting and I catch up again two different people I'm like hey it's like the, 
near the dog because it's ahead of me. I'm like, hey, excuse me, help. Can you help me get the dog? Didn't help. Someone else, hey, hey, excuse me. Can you help me get the dog? Didn't help. And I was like, fuck's sake. Like, okay, fine. You might not like dogs. You're walking a fucking dog. Like, you should understand. Just, like, help just corner them or something. F can't help. F's calling me, like, what's going on? I, I, she can't. I'm like, bring the car. Like, I'm here. I've got the keys in my pocket. <laughs> Oh dear. So I'm like running, 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 running. And then we're near like a really busy road. Like we've actually now gone all the way back near to our, near to my house. I was thinking, can I somehow try and like trap it in my garden or something? Like, um, and then where I live, you, you know where I live, like where you come, there's a quite, it's like a, not a busy road, but quite busy. Like yeah. and I, it was right near there. And there's a woman with a bike and I'm like, she can see I'm chasing this dog. And she's like, oh, is that your dog? And I was like, it's not mine. It's just lost. I'm worried for it to go in the road. She's like, okay. Turns around, is like riding on her bike to catch up with it. <laughs> My shoelace goes undone. And I'm like running. And these aren't running shoes. I'm in just like, you know, walking trainers, just normal trainers. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to trip. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> like, I'm gonna tri- I like stop, do my shoelace up, look up. And they've gone. Like, they've gone. And I'm like, I'm too far away. So I don't know. I don't know I have to call Ethne. I'm like, I'm like a couple miles away from you. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to just like walk. And I just walked back. And now, and then got back to the car. And I was like, we have to go. We have to go and drive around. So we like drove to see. Couldn't find them. So I have no idea how it turned out. No. Well, hopefully the dog has been returned to its owner. I mean, it's such a nice thing that you did. I know you love animals so much and especially dogs, but... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's at home now and it's safe and it isn't scared anymore. I was so scared. And I was like, oh, I just want to help you. I kept saying, so I was like, I just want to help you, man. Just stop. <laughs> like, I promise you, I'm going to get you home. Like, I was talking to it. I was like, come on, yeah. please. Like, um, <laughs> Trying to reason looking, with the dog. <laughs> looking back now, I should have just done it. I was scared. I was like, I'm going to, it's like a small dog. I was like, I'm going to try and pick it up and it's just going to like, Latch just on. go, just go for my hand. Yeah. Uh, but now looking back, I should have just done it. Like I should have just pulled the trigger and just, just no. grabbed it. That's all right. Don't worry. Uh, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's fine. Hopefully it's fine. I've got a really bad track record though. Like I've tried a few times, like uh, there was a pigeon with a broken wing in a park when I was walking Luna and I went home, got a box, got it, put it in the box, took it to the vet and they had to put it down because it was like it's beyond injured. Uh, there was a hedgehog. It was like in the road, had broken legs, put it in a box, took it to the vet. They had to put it down. Um, yeah, another another bird had like a broken leg. I went home to get a box, came back, it was gone. Um, like, I haven't had any success, man. Like, <laughs> Just want to help these animals. Yeah, well, it's because my dad used to do it when I was a kid. Like, there would be, yeah. there was like, mainly because our cat probably used to attack <laughs> these birds and stuff. But he would like put them in boxes and like take them to the vet and do whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's the right thing to do. You've got to try and help um the the hedgehog one was super sad man because it was like had little feet and it was like um they they but the vet said if a hedgehog is out during the day it's usually bad news Mm. like because they're nocturnal it's like 
Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sad. Go. I tried to help a deer once as well a few months ago. A little, like, <laughs> Jack Monk deer had run across the road. This, while I'm, this, this all happens because I'm walking Luna, so I'm just out around in nature and stuff. But this was, like, it ran across the, a busy road and was trapped in someone's garden. Um, and so... If it was it was gonna jump out and go back across the road, I was like, it's gonna get hit. So I was trying to like stop cars in the street to try and then, and I was trying to get someone else to help me, and they just didn't give a shit. I was like, hey man, can you help? I've got deer. Just kept walking, and like I understand, <laughs> some people just don't give a shit, do they? But it's hey like, man, I've got a deer. Help me. <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> but it's also hard because I've got a dog. And yeah. if I let her off the off the lead, she's gonna go kill that deer. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really I, um, difficult. I'm like, deer, trust me, but my dog wants to kill you. I, I had a, a a dog experience not long ago. I was walking, Ooh. I was walking up towards you know our mutual friend's house because I walk up there around the corner, and um, all of a sudden I had these like little patter of feet running towards me, and I turn around and I'm, I'm met by this. Uh, Labrador, and it's just like, like butting him, butting me with its nose, and I was like, hello, like, like stroking it and petting it. It's like, what's the best what, breed? You can't what, feel, you feel safe because it's a Labrador. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing outside? What are you doing outside? And I, I look for a collar. No collar. There's no collar on the dog. So there's like a family of like four people in the driveway, just a few houses down from said mutual friend, and I'm like, oh, excuse me, is this, is this your dog? And they're like, oh no. We saw we saw it running around earlier. I was like, oh, okay, so you've done fuck all about it. Great, that's that's useful. Uh, not your dog, and you gave no shits. Thanks very much. So I was kind of like looking around, like, well, where do you where do you belong? Like, so started walking back the way I came to just see if there was anyone missing a dog, and the dog sort of tooted along behind me. It was following me. Um, and I sort of like knocked on a couple of doors, but nobody answered. So I just sort of waited. Um, and I was like, well, what are we going to do with you then? And this dog's just like looking up at me. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the dream. Yeah. And it's the best breed as well. I'm going to. You've hit the jackpot. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no, no collar. Like it's not like a shitty breed. You're not like, yeah. oh, I've got a sausage dog. It's like, no, I've got a Labrador. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a dog. <laughs> Man's best friend. <laughs> yeah. And we yeah we were we were getting on swimmingly, uh, and then someone came out and funny enough they went Ruby, <laughs> and it went running back. <laughs> it's quite a common name for dogs, funny enough. <laughs> there you go. So Just, I didn't get to keep. The but dog, you did. But you like, did the right thing though. You was and you met. But you also you kept that dog safe, like because mm. you would have stopped stopped it going in the road and whatever. So oh yeah, of course. Uh, and I, I would have actually you know taking it to a vet and because i know they have chips and stuff to to track down who, who actually lives it would have been a fucking nightmare to go all the way to a vet just to find out that that they the, they live on that road that i was on yeah so stupid but yeah i would have done it for the dog just make sure they're back with their their back at their home with their owner and stuff but um yeah like literally i, I couldn't believe the family had gone yeah it's been running around for ages like what well, do fucking something about it then do you know what i mean <laughs> this, you live on this road and this dog is clearly lost so never mind 
Well, that's, that's a good story. I, well, I, that's, I really hope that this little white dog is like back with, with its owner now because, and I was thinking, it looked like it was kind of old as well. And I was thinking, oh. I've probably given it the walk of its lifetime. <laughs> like we went on a three mile run. Just gonna sleep probably like fucking hell. What is this guy doing? It's like six foot one gangly guy with a little bit of a belly just running that belly off. Just like... <laughs> I'm your friend. I'm here. Please. <laughs> I'm trying to get my Burger King. <laughs> Had you got food yet? No, this is on the way to Burger King. Oh, okay. Because this is what I was going to ask. Because I wasn't quite sure. Is this on the way to or the way from? Because if it's from, is it a different story? You're like, oh, let's go home and eat and then we'll worry about the dog later. That <laughs> ultimate bean burger just like rattling around <laughs> in my stomach. <laughs> I got to Burger King after all of that. I was still sweating. It was like commotion. F said a woman that walked past took a picture, didn't chase the dog, wasn't that committed, but took a picture of the dog and put it on Facebook. So I was like, F, please go on Facebook later and see if someone's like, oh, it's okay, we're found. And they'll be like, by this cyclist, and they're getting a medal and they're being in the paper. And I'll be like, I ran three miles. <laughs> I'm still running now, <laughs> in my thoughts. I, I run to the newspaper office and be like, hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> Reprint now. <laughs> S-I-M-O-N. Spells hero, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Local man ran three miles. <laughs> Scared a dog. <laughs> Dog's limping. It's like, I got athlete's foot. Got cramp. <laughs> Never run so far. Oh, I really hope it's okay. At one point, I was like, oh, my God, are we going to, like, take this dog in and have, like, two dogs? And I was like, no. I only have room for one dog in my heart. <laughs> I'm going to have a dog. <laughs> That's so, you. So I'm going to have a dog I'm going to have a dog. <laughs> You're mine now. <laughs> it's already trained. Imagine if I just <laughs> w- t- took the dog home. Just be like, come, come, and, come and stay with me. Hey, that probably does happen sometimes with people because sometimes yeah. people abandon dogs don't they they just so like sad. drive somewhere far and abandon them <laughs> which is super sad but yeah the fact that you'd considered it i'm really so we haven't oh, we've only got 12 minutes what are we doing what are we doing it's a great story about you know the worst chase, part was running this. three miles to chase a dog and you almost having a dog. Or we could have walked our Labradors together. Oh, that would have been sweet. My stolen Labrador. <laughs> have you ever considered having a dog, though? Like, as in, because you work from home, like, you've got the perfect setup, you'd always be with them, because that's, at, you know, the same as me. And you get to go for a lovely walk at lunchtime or in the mid-morning, go for a nice hour or two walk, or an hour, a little hour at lunchtime, an hour after work. You, you live near fields. Go on, Dom. Labrador, Labrador. <laughs> I'll think about it. Think about it. It's, not, it's, not like no. off, it's not like off the table, but I know that... Um, oh, yeah. Is it, uh, like Ruby's a little bit allergic to dogs, I think. Yeah, I, that's I think. what I was remembering you saying about fur. Yeah, so that might be a problem. Uh, someone I used to be friends with, like, back in the day, it was... <laughs> It's not funny. Why am I finding it funny? I just like to say <laughs> 11 minutes. <laughs> His girlfriend or fiance, wife at that point, I don't even know. This is years God. ago now, um, was 
really wanted a dog, but he's allergic. Um, so they got a jo- they got a dog, and he just has to go get an injection every three months. <laughs> It's like, what's more important, the fact that my skin feels like it's going to crawl off of my face or a dog? Dog, I get a fucking injection. <laughs> Shut up. Get over yourself, you little bitch. <laughs> and get out there and chase a dog for three miles. You yeah. go find me a dog. I can't believe Imagine I was running behind the dog. As well. Poor F. I know, I know, I know. I said to, <laughs> I said to F at the end, I was like... Would you have chased that dog? And she was like, no, but that's why we're different. <laughs> so I, I wanted not, to go to Burger King. Not even, but that's why I love you or anything like that. That's why we're different. <laughs> Your difference disgusts me. <laughs> like I, you got in the way. I said, I was like, how much How much time do you think that added? She's like, 40 minutes. I think 40 minutes. It's pretty good time on the mile there. Like I had my, because I could see on my like, steps thing that like yeah i mean, I did about ran about three miles <laughs> uh, it's a good story it's a good story okay so nine minutes so we haven't really talked much about dan's heart situation so what i mean yes we know that the plug they paid five was it five grand wasn't it five grand to to a family to pull the plug on their son holy fuck like there's no amount of money in the world that could make me pull the plug on my son even if it was like there's nothing there you know don't care not doing it i mean oh god that's a whole ethical debate there isn't it let's let's move on from that but yeah what's five grand it's not it's it's just not a lot for a human life is it it's just crazy absolutely crazy but Rachel is a manipulative worm so um, she kind of orchestrated it a little bit I I guess Dan's involved and is in on it but he was surprised by the amount of money he was surprised that they they took the money um, and he's having these visions and his heart's hurting and he collapses when he's on stage you know doing his show and he's like having like panic attacks and stuff and stressing out Um, but the nature of of his show is redemption obviously and he says i'll be good for sweeps if i if next week i just say i i i've kind of lied all this time i had a heart transplanter but you know this is this is kind of my story and this is what i'm doing about it um and she's like no 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 because that will kill us and it will be a nightmare and she's just like i think she kind of tries to pin a little bit of it on like Nathan as well it's just like he's never going to call you back so there's there's that that kind of happens a little bit beforehand he's never going to call you back and she said he, he wakes up in like a cold sweat and she's kind of like what the difference is I'm not a murderer and there's there's all those moments she's really manipulative deep. really so horrible she's just horrible she just, she's, she just turns back over you're the one that's the murderer and just turns back over like yeah. fuck you that's not a supportive wife She's just an awful, awful, awful person. Terrible character, honestly. I despise her more than anyone else in this show, I think. She's just dreadful. She has no redeeming qualities. None. I actually think this is going to probably form part of the the fallout between her and Dan. Is that he wants to tell people about his heart situation... And she's going to... There's got to be some sort of blackmail, something that she's using against him for money. 
and it's going to be the heart situation. Like either she's going to expose him and make it all seem like like uh, you killed this kid for a heart and really put the pressure on him, make him look like the bad guy uh, when it was kind of her that did that. So there's got to be something. There's got to be some sort of like power dynamic between them where there's this real big struggle um, that inevitably ends in either her in prison, them divorced, her in the bottom of a ditch, whatever. I, I couldn't care less with her. She needs to go. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Okay, well, before we go any further and before we get into judgments, anything we missed, we'll talk about there. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And how could you not? Check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Don? Because basketballs go through. Hoops. But yeah, they also go through nets. Ravenshoops.net. Our Patreon, all the additional stuff is on there. The watch along uh, parties that we do and after parties are really like the core of the community. They're amazing. Like we, the one we did last week was like two and a half hours long. It was so fun. <laughs> Tom's making faces because it was long, but it was so fun. It's so key to everything we do as as well as the discord people are in there every day if you want to access the discord join the patreon at any level and then message me and i'll send you the link i would just put the link on patreon but it changes every week it's Mm. very annoying like that sorry what were you (laughs) gonna say dom um i i don't want people to feel like uh i i love our community i love the people that join us on our watch alongs and i love talking to our ravens um, but I, sometimes I have to start work early. I don't sleep well as it is naturally. Uh, and I feel like shit on Thursdays. And that's something that you put in the Discord is my message to you saying, I feel like shit yeah. <laughs> on Thursday afternoon. I was just like, I still feel like shit. And it was like the middle of the day. And I was Speaking like, Speaking of weed, you might benefit from like the CBD oils and stuff. You know, stuff where it's like, I don't know the difference, but it's not really weed. You know, it's like legal. It doesn't get you like stoned. It just like mellows you out and helps you sleep. Like maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Guess maybe. you've come this far being clean. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Don, no, it's just Donny in my Os- urine. <laughs> Donny Osmond over there. <laughs> right? Naughty. The Osmonds. The Osmonds. Okay. So, Dom, who is your favorite performer of this episode? Oh. <sighs> It's the, oh it's, god the outward side do you know what it's the only one i don't have a a thing for in my notes i don't have an answer i found it really difficult to pick my favorite performer can i ask who you have as your favorite performer and see if it drums up any inspiration in me because i could not pick he's scratching he's thinking <laughs> julian oh, i've forgotten his name what's his name Austin How something. His name? Austin. Oh, I can say Butler again. Austin Nichols. I just say Austin Nichols because I liked him. But I did not say it was an amazing performance. But yeah, I'd say him. Actually, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Paul Johansson for performer because the 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 panic, the you know, the collapsing moment, all of that. I thought I I thought that was okay. I thought that wasn't too bad. So I'll go with. Friend of the show, Paul Johansson. PJ. Okay, and who is your favourite character of the episode? Uh, I actually picked Julian for that. I thought he, you know, does really, really nice thing for for Jamie. Actually has a good 
kind of conversation with Nathan in the end and uh, I I think you know the quotes and stuff and his sentiment I I could kind of understand where he was coming from I think um, for for a lot of what he was saying you know he's not a a homies kind of person and I think I was very much like that as well sort of growing up so it kind of made sense to me Um, and yeah I thought he was he was decent there's one thing that was brought to light um uh, to me again is that I completely forgot he'd had a relationship with Peyton so it's like oh, a yeah. it's like a rite of passage that if you've slept with one you have to sleep with the other or like have a relationship with one you have to have a relationship with the other it's like 70s key party isn't it it's mental <laughs> just that that's what God. one tree hill is for these kids it's just keys in a bowl who gets you know Peyton or Brooke first is up to you you know it's, well the, let the bowl decide basically and then don't worry you'll get a go on the other one later it's mental oh, jesus it's mental if, isn't if, it if one of them breaks out with syphilis they all fall that's <laughs> it exactly done for show's over folks anyway who was your favorite character simon <laughs> can't believe the word syphilis just entered the podcast uh <laughs> what a funny word to say yeah. Syphilis. Syphilis. I, uh, Julian. Julian would probably struggle <laughs> saying that word, wouldn't he? <laughs> Syphilis. <laughs> I'd say Julian as well, of nice. course, uh, for all the Jamie stuff and whatever. What about your favourite background performer? Uh, one line or less. Uh, I picked the nurse in Dan's dream. It's because the doctor says to, a little bit too much, unfortunately, but the nurse just says one word where he's freaking out and she's got like this weird, creepy grin and she's just like, calmate, cal-. <laughs> <She's>, calmate. <laughs> what does, what just, does just that mean? Calm down. <laughs> oh. Can you give your impression of the doctor again? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me the... What was the line? It's like, Doc, how, how many how many of these operations have you done? You've done this before, right? <laughs> See, <laughs> it's like once or twice, CTR or something, wasn't it? Más o menos, <laughs> two or three times. <laughs> how many have you done before? Dos o tres, más o menos. <laughs> Gosh, um, I picked the kid with pick the kid with the bleeding heart the chest heart. okay the point the pointing what's your favorite line of the episode um i actually just picked uh julian's line from quite early on which was first rule of camping be prepared i think <laughs> uh and then he just had everything available and as brooke said could go and live in the woods for like seven years or whatever yeah what about yours i liked the just when julian said to Jamie, thanks, man. Afterwards, I just thought it was a nice touch. Nice. And your favourite song? Are you uh, passing the duchy? Yeah. The side? Yeah, definitely. P- Pass the duchy by Musical Youth was the song. Are you the same? Of course. Um, and last cool. but not least is the precious. Precious. Rating. So did you have a number in mind before this conversation? I did. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? It stayed the same. And same questions to you. And zero thoughts. And now I've thought. Um, <laughs> so now we can go. So nice. we'll say it together after three. One, two, three. Six. Five. Oh. 
four, five, six. I was gonna go five, and then I was like, we've had worse that we've put as a six. Um, and there are elements of this that I did enjoy, like some of the, like that Julian part I liked, some of the Dan part, even though it's ridiculous, <laughs> it's still fun. Even some of the brownie bits, it's silly, but it's still, it's, it's alright, it's light. But yeah, it does, doesn't move the needle really, does it? Um, oh, we didn't even really talk about the clay stuff. Holy fuck, we completely forgot about clay. No, we touched on it a little bit. We touched on because we talked about Quinn turning up and him saying kind of go away, but then he gets in the car and explains the situation and his subconscious, you know, image of his wife is telling him it's okay, it's okay to move on, it's okay to do this, it's okay to do that. You won't forget me. It's fine. Uh, he tells um, Quinn to go away and then you know runs down and stops her and standing in the rain and gets in the car eventually and explains the situation. So. I think there was a, a nice a lot more to come from that. Yeah, and it was a really nice moment where that he's telling her about Sarah, and it's like they've been on the beach talking all night, like one of those nights. And then uh, in the morning, she said, Quinn says, "Tell me more about Sarah." It's like that's a really nice moment. Yeah. So as much as we're giving Quinn a lot of hate, we've got that's really that was a nice moment. Yeah, it was a good moment. Really good moment. But I, I still, um, I still sort of genuinely feel that this episode was filler. I actually think his story was the only one that really like Dan's did a bit, but it was a bit all over the place, very soap opery, very sort of like random dreams and seeing visions and kind of a, a bit of back and forth with Rachel that was quite uncomfortable. Uh, and then it was just like the big kind of doof doof ending, wasn't it? With let's go back to Tree Hill. Um, and when I say Duff Duff, it's yeah. an EastEnders reference for those that don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, and I just, yeah, I just feel like it was huge filler. So it was very middle of the road for me. And that's kind of why I went for five. I can go, I can meet you at a five. And I guess that's in the middle. Miriam was four. I was six. You were five. So let's, let's make it a five. Nice. I'll note it down. Excellent. Actually, excellent. I'll note it down. <laughs> well... Oh, I meant to say about Ashley. I I shouted her out. I shouted her out last week, but the I berated her twice on the podcast about not doing it. So, <laughs> Ashley, you're forgiven. I was wrong. Here's my retraction. We love you. We appreciate your work. Also, we shouldn't have to ask for this stuff. We should just do it. We should just know. Just, just make it happen, people. Yeah. We love you all. Dom? What are you going to do for me? Oh, for the Raven Trump? Of course, you're going to do the Doctor. I mean, it's obvious, <laughs> isn't it? Is so send us out, please, my man. <laughs> we gone to the Ravens on three. Are you ready? See. Si. Uno, dos, tres, más o menos. <laughs> Raven. La Raven. <laughs>